0: Welcome. This is a super important podcast about hair, question mark, featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. <laughs> 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 this is called the roughest entrance into, a, yeah. into one of our podcasts ever, it but it's really entertaining. That's the icebreaker. Adam. Beer. I, uh, all right, guys. My name is Stephen Adams. I am with. Uh, uh, I am with my good buddy here, uh, Adam Federico. Hey, Adam.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm trying to figure out how you share this thing. How do you share it? Well, I need I to write a post. Go write a post. Oh. Oh. Okay. We're to okay.
0: Learn how to use beer. And social media. Here I we go. Horrible with this. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> wow. we're horrible with oh, this. But gotta, like, okay. Uh oh. someone's saying hi. Hey guys. Look at we got a couple people joining on. That's good. If you hang wait.
1: tight, I'm sure it may go somewhere or yeah, not.
0: We, we, this gets going, we'll see what happens.
1: Okay. There we go. Right. Let me turn my phone off. Oh. Oh no. Wait.
0: Yeah, see this is bad. Now I wish I had, totally wish I had brought the tripod because Sergey. Yeah. We got okay. a couple people here.
1: There we go. Okay.
0: Alright. Can you watch from there? Hey, I don't
1: know. We,
0: no. You can't I see. should
1: probably just turn it down. So we don't can get Can we get re- us
0: both in here? There we go. So I guess I, I can squeeze in
1: I, I can squeeze in. Can you read that? I don't have glasses on. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Always going really good
0: super well. I
1: look real tired. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Let's go. Let's, get going. let's well, do let, this. Let's, let's
0: do this because, well, I mean, this is a super important podcast about hair and oh. Brian Teal's not able to be here. So we're going to talk well. a little bit about hair stuff and a little bit about your business. And okay. Who you are and what you're about and what's going on. Why are we here?
1: We're here to drink some beer. Uh, uh, no. Uh, where where are we? We're right here in... Uh, we're in Minneapolis right now, but uh, I'm out here in uh, St. Paul, and I came out to do some education with my buddy Stephen Adams uh, for the BCE at his uh, Moxie Salon space, and that's what I'm gonna be doing for the next couple of days a hands on cutting course and then a uh, look and learn seminar on Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's super awesome. I'm excited about it because, um, so. I can give you a little history. About five years ago, I okay. started uh, a nonprofit organization for the state of Minnesota. Um, and what we do is we supply uh, continuing education for hairdressers. Yeah, and Beauty Certified Education Association and you're one of our guest artists. I think you're our first one for this year. Cool, yeah. Which is really cool. I and feel honored
1: and privileged. I'm
0: uh, I'm very honored to have you here. I think it's really exciting. Um, so, I don't know. What do you want to tell us about yourself? Like, wh- not all of our viewers are gonna know who and what you're about. So, who are you? Tell us a, like, a little okay. elevator story about who you are and what's, what you're about.
1: Got you, okay. Well, uh, my name is Adam Federico. Uh, a hairdresser for about 24 years now and uh, i think my main focus is education Uh, um out of california sacramento my main companies are i have a salon out there called ajf salon my family has a cosmetology school out there called federico beauty institute i also run a company called federico advanced which is an independent education uh platform and it pretty much we invite out what I deem is the world's best hairdressers to come in and share uh, I kind of call it the Switzerland of hair where we're brand and manufacturer neutral um, teams like Zagat uh, Seiko Mazella and Palmer Palmer and company at this point um, you know I've had Jeremy Davies Barbala, just a shit ton of people and I mean I'm I'm, I think I'm all focused on education and I think my newest endeavor is uh, I'm working with uh, Richard Ashforth and um, growing the Seiko uh, Seiko Academy USA brand, and I'm um, running all the education um, through the USA right now and building that up. So, just passionate about education, just like the gentleman to my right. And um, yeah, nope. I'm just I'm here to share hair, <laughs> hair, and beer, beer Not really with myself.
0: So we're, we're hanging out at a brewery in Minneapolis right now, and we just figured we would like talk yeah. a little bit about the industry and where yeah. it's at. We've been actually talking about a lot today. Yeah. Um, trying to think, like, some of the topics that we've talked about would be really great to be talking about today. Um,
1: if I can remember them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but we
0: were talking about uh, some of the challenges of, like, what are, here's the question okay. for you. As a salon owner. Yeah. I mean, as a salon owner, what are some of the toughest challenges that you've had that's like really been like hard for you and like weighs you down a little bit, Wait. but at the same time, you found ways to like over, overturn them and like really grow from them? Um,
1: well, I think right now, I think the current <laughs> state of the industry in California. And just dealing with all the different labor laws and the ever-changing, you know, uh, the ever-changing laws within the industry has been a bit hard. And just kind of maintaining and running a consistent business, and it's been rough the past couple of years. And having to go into your team and um, tell them about like these different law changes, where ultimately it's a disrupt within their lives, and it could be over um, wages, it could be over like you know. Hours worked and so forth, or this whole like you know independent contractor uh, versus you know commission and the two not being able to mix together. And is there a gray area, or is there not a gray area in running the salons? I think it just creates a lot of um, upheaval that doesn't need to. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. I think so. My my question for you that's because that's an interesting it's an interesting topic. I'm curious, like how how is the wages. What are the wage laws in California?
1: What are the wage laws? Yeah, like
0: what are the new, because I know there's been some new ones in the last couple years. What what are they?
1: Well, I suppose technically you're not supposed to mix um, independent contractors and a commission-based employee under one roof. That's been the most recent one. Really, what yeah. what is
0: the purpose what, what is their purpose for that? I'm curious.
1: I I I'm curious. I don't know, I, I don't know their purpose. I just know that this was a law that they passed okay. and the beauty industry happened now, to be thrown into the mix of it all.
0: Okay. Do you I'm curious because uh, Sacramento isn't that the capital of Sacramento's the capital. Sacramento's
1: the capital of, California. So,
0: where's the cosmetology board of It'd be there,
1: right? It's there. It's right across the street from our cosmetology school. Okay.
0: Do you ever go to the meetings? Well, my
1: little brother sits on the board.
0: Oh, your little brother's on the board too. Yeah, he
1: served as the president for well, a couple can of terms.
0: Well,
1: you him. No, he's <laughs> he, he's in there trying to make the changes for the positive, just like you are sitting on the board here in uh, you know Minnesota. Yeah,
0: it's hard. It's hard, right? So you, so you know firsthand. Like that's one of the things we were just talking right. about. Right. It was It's crazy. Like, For most people that may not know, it's like I do sit on the board of cosmetology for the state of Minnesota and it's like to make any changes, just like your brother, it's like really, really challenging because all you do is you go in and it's like you try to make a change but to make a change in a law it takes anywhere from like two to three years to make anything happen.
1: Yeah. And then as you are saying, by the time that law goes through, your term will most likely be up. And <laughs> exactly. Who's to changed. say somebody's going to come in and just kind of Throw, <laughs> throw out all the work that you were trying to do, that's huh? Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's it's crazy. How long has your brother been on the board?
1: I think he's uh, he's, he, he's terming out at this point, but he's been on for the last, I think, four, four years. Now. I think okay. the terms are two years And So California. he's been three yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our in
0: Minnesota, their four year term, and then each four years, if there's other applicants, and they they the governor then chooses whoever whether you stay yeah. or whether or, or they bring you go, it uh, out, yeah. So it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, no, my family has been very um, involved in the political stance of the uh, cosmetology and barbering industry in California for the last, uh, what, three generations. My grandfather was very involved. My mom and my dad were, and now my little brother is. So, I mean, honestly, that's something that uh, I wish I was a little bit more schooled on, but I really leave it to... I really leave it to that part of the family to work through that. <laughs> You're like, yeah,
0: I'm gonna stay creative. I'm gonna stay. <laughs> I, I try stay to as much as I can. Stuff
1: yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. I, that's a whole mindfuck, really. It's totally you know?
0: mindfuck. It's so, it's so crazy, and, but it, it really makes you understand like the, how law and self-governing yeah. works. It's yeah. kind of a crazy, crazy, thing. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So, I mean, for as a so with the law changes and with Tony. Who's, on,
1: who's Tony, on there, Mr. Sadiq? Oh, my oh, friend! Oh, hey, Tony! And my Jesse. Jesse, yeah. How you doing, Jesse? Is That Jesse
0: Gaines? Jesse Gaines. Jesse Gaines.
1: I Jesse's one of my favorite guys in the I, industry. I, yeah. you know. Actually, Good Jesse, dude. I want
0: you to be on this this podcast pretty soon. When you get a, can you do that for us, Ryan Teal and I would love to have you on there. It'd be great.
1: They're gonna throw you under the bus, Jesse. Oh Aren't yeah, you, all dude? the way. <laughs> No, no. Jesse's great. Actually, I know
0: he's uh, teaching for United for their uh, for their big thing in in uh, San Diego. Yeah, I'm actually gonna probably be going to it. It's It's on my calendar tentatively.
1: Oh, when is that?
0: it's like right around halloween time like october yeah. 20th or something like
1: that oh that'd be cool i'm gonna, I'm gonna, try, gonna try to see go if i'm down. around support jesse he's I know. been there to support you know my program for the past you know yeah. quite a few years yeah. and he's a really good guy
0: actually one time he was in minnesota he just like dropped in and stopped in the salon to say hi everyone. Yeah, he had lunch i mean he's like one of the greatest guys out there in the yeah. industry and i think I think there needs to be more people like that that just, like, want to help people and support people in the industry. September
1: 21st through 22nd. More Jessies, huh? Oh, yeah. So we say Jesse for president.
0: Yeah, there we go. You
1: know? <laughs> yes. Uh, cool. So anybody out there um, watching can feel free to shout out uh, random questions. That's always good. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to probably watch... Um, Us babble and have... Yeah, I need to drink my beer. And get mildly mildly intoxicated. <laughs> I don't know mildly i gotta teach all day tomorrow so not that no no we
0: can't get too drunk, too drunk. all right i gotta be a good student tomorrow yeah. i'm actually gonna take the class i'm really excited about it oh yeah I, what's it gonna be what did i say yeah <laughs> stephen
1: gave me uh so the class is four hours long and he wants me to cut a line and put a layer through it and then um, graduate it and then put it into a pixie or a crop shape all in four hours can do that, right? Typically we spend like a full day <laughs> doing one of those, you know, techniques, but yeah, we could definitely <laughs> do that.
0: Well, you could do any of them. I right? can do any of oh yeah. You, I was just like you can pick and choose. Yeah. I mean totally
1: cool. okay. we'll just do one of those elements and each of those techniques in like a different quadrant of the head. It doesn't need to be a haircut, right? We just focus in on the development of a technique.
0: This class is yours. You can do whatever you want that you think that people really need. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'll take that and I'll run with
0: it. Yeah, I, I really think you know. I, that's why I have, I have wanted you to come out here I cool. trust, trust you with your expertise on really understanding the crowd.
1: Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like it's important. Yeah. Super important. Hmm. So okay, so we know they're running a the salon is hard. Who's that? Tony Sadiq. He's a oh. he's a good man. He's he was supposed is. to come out. He's gonna come out and hang out this weekend. Uh, he's
0: in Iowa. He's
1: in, in Des Moines, White. right. He's gonna come on Monday, but um, life caught up and I understand life catching up, so no worries. Oh, next time yeah. next Back, time Tony. Next time Tony. Yeah. Tony you
0: gotta get up into the salon and hang out. We'll Tony funny
1: story about Tony. Tony came out and took the alley long class in uh, Fed Advanced um, last February. And we've got this really great uh, espresso machine in the academy you space. Do, yes. And Tony just came in and just like took handle of this machine. He came He came out from Des Moines to take this course and next thing you know he's like making coffees for everybody. And I, let me tell you, his fucking cappuccinos are proper. Like proper. He
0: made a good dry cappuccino, like a real I mean, cappuccino, or I, I, not I tell, a latte? I tell
1: Tony, come back anytime. <laughs> Come back, it does not because you know he's an excellent coffee maker, but he's actually one hell of a no, guy. Really as well. Really, it's
0: all about the coffee.
1: No, <laughs> you know, you know what I will say, Stephen yeah. is in the last whatever twenty four years. Um, I think the best thing I can really think about within this industry is I've somehow managed to like surround myself with really fucking good people like people that I think are legitimately like good humans like people like you and Tony and Jesse and I I see Josh and I'm just not calling out names because you know you're watching but
0: I was gonna say Nate's watching too yeah he's that dude is like
1: amazing I think you know the uh, this industry can be full of a lot of pompous egotistical attitudes and shit but I'm really happy that you know I was surrounding myself people with uh, surrounding myself um, by people that are really just solid core individuals yeah because at the end of the day man I want to be um, I want to be happy as a human yeah you know
0: it's, well and that's it you know what that, that's, that's that's it, that's it. That's, because that's, 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 a,
1: that's it the rest of it is fuck it it's just hair really yeah. it's like it's fucking hair right? And I think people make it out to be so much more, but it's fucking hair. Like, at the end of the day, I want to be around really cool people and to do really cool things, so, you know, that's that. And then I can die in peace. There you go. Yeah. Well,
0: well, we were just, actually, we were talking about that earlier. You were talking about, we were talking about, you know, there's people in the industry that, you know, may not be the top, the best, the most, you know, killer, Mm spot-on, disciplined stylist but yet they connect so well with people. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what I just did. There you go. And, you know, they don't, you know, but they connect with people. So it's not always about... It's not about always being the best no. disciplined hair cutter or color person. Yeah. Sometimes it's really just about being that connector connects right. to people and is a really good heart. Yeah. Sometimes those are the people that really end up, in the, they're the happiest. Yeah, no. They go home with the most money and they're like the most successful in our business. Yeah. And they're the ones that really push our businesses to the next level. So.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think there's... Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of people out there that are just like striving to chase technical excellence. And to me, it's not about technical excellence. It's about you know understanding. Uh, it's about understanding the individual first off when you're working. we uh, working with uh, obviously suitability is key. But then I think it's about just being real to yourself and then the people that you're working with and you're around. And ultimately, at the end of the game, you're just always trying to do your best and realizing that you're human and. Some days you're going to have great days, and some days you're going to have shitty days, but at the end of it all, if you can walk away and have enjoyed your day and your time and who you were surrounded with, whether it's your client or the uh, your, your co-worker, your colleague, your peer, you've done well for yourself, Yeah, you know? Exactly. And I feel like the money will always follow, and I've never been one out to chase money, no. and I think that's probably the biggest disconnect between my wife and I, because she's like, you know, my wife handles the house, you know what I mean? Right. And she thinks sometimes, like, I do shit just because it's for, like, a creative orgasm, you know, I'm not getting paid for things, and, but it's because I do it for the love and for the people that I get to work with and be around to continually inspire me and so forth. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, we were talking about that actually earlier today, too, because, like, my business partner, you have a CFO for your company. Yeah. You have a business partner who handles all the money, and it's like realistically you know it's sometimes they don't understand that the creative side of it they're driven more by the money they're driven by like the dollar signs of where it needs to go and what we need to make our business run but sometimes we know it's got got to be the fun and the creative side of it that actually like inspires people right? yeah
1: no absolutely because without that like then there's really nothing oh no, you it's know
0: just, it's just another job
1: it's just another job and i don't want to i'm not slamming anybody or anything but then i'm just like no, no. Cutting at hair at some chop shop on the corner, you know what I mean? And right. obviously I don't think that's what I'm about or what you're about or what you everybody watching is about, you know what I mean? I think we've all positioned ourselves to be in a salon or being surrounded by people that are probably feeding off this other side of it. So Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, it's like I don't know. I personally I when I go to work, I wanna have fun. Yeah. I just really want to go in and have fun. And, like, I want to make my customers laugh. I want to make my employees laugh. Yeah. I want to, like, I want to laugh. I want to listen to good
1: music. Good music, right.
0: I want to listen to good music. If, if I could legally drink while I was working,
1: it'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you know, you got to be in Europe, I think, man. Maybe, like, Spain or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Siesta! <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, it's like, I want to be able to have, like... I want to have fun. I want. I think. It's, I think like a salon needs to have like a really good vibe of just like entertainment and yeah. like laughter and people should. There should be energy.
1: There like, should be energy. I've yeah. taught many
0: classes. I've walked into many many salons over the years, and as I walk in, it's like people are working, and I'm like checking out the salon, and it's like. Crickets. Crickets. And you hear crickets. How does that make you feel when you walk into a salon and it's just crickets?
1: I feel like it lacks life, you know. It lacks life from the individuals that are within the space. I think, you know, I think there needs to be conversation between the team, the individuals in the space. The music's got to be good, it's got to fit the environment that, you know, that that salon or that culture is trying to produce. and then ultimately, at the end of the day, the heralds speak. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's always crazy. let's yeah. See what Nathan say. It's got to be in the balance. The fun, the love, gotta. Gotta be in the balance. In the balance. Yeah, you boys. So always important. Need to come. Yeah. I kind of like doing these
1: live. They're kind of fun. Yeah, they are fun. It's always fun to see what people will, like chime in and put. So yeah, you know. Read. Yeah.
0: What Brian say. Boys need to come up to so my salon in New Hampshire. Open
1: invite. Yeah. All right. So, Steven, you just oh. got back from Peru hiking, yeah?
0: I did. Are you going to interview me now? No, I'm going to interview <laughs>
1: I just changed it. Tell us about Peru. No. Okay.
0: I can tell you about Peru. Peru yeah. is really freaking cool. Yeah. You know what? I actually went and saw a salon there.
1: Really? Well, How was that? Quiet. Quiet? <laughs> 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 there was one person getting
0: their hair done. It was quiet. Yeah. But I just peeked my hat in and I looked around and it was like quiet and I didn't really see anybody but the person with foils in their hair and I was like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah. And then I just kind of laughed. Nobody. And that was weird. I mean, that's the thing like, for a Swan. I mean, it's like when someone walks in, you want to be able to greet them right away. You want to yeah. be able to like talk to them right away. So you want to be able to like engage them right away into like your culture. Yeah. I think it's so important.
1: You know, I also think it's extremely important for hairdressers, and I mean, I just speak out to like what I've seen a lot of, and um, I've, gotten, I've gotten to see a lot. I think I'm quite spoiled. Um,
0: I'm going to say you have. You, you're the, pretty spoiled. Yeah, pretty spoiled. You, got, you, you get to work with the crumb of the crumb, the, the top of the top of the whole world.
1: Yeah? Well, hey, thanks, it's fun. I know, it's I, know. I, it's, I, I am a little... I, I feel quite... Uh, I, I want to be able to duplicate
0: what you're doing, but I don't know how, how to even begin. Yeah.
1: You know what I can say? Um, you just got to put yourself in that environment, just yeah, like well. you did today. Like, Croatia, I'm going to be there. Well, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I'm there. I mean, that's really it. It's like... People ask, I think, how maybe some of my opportunities have happened. Like, uh, I think one of the biggest opportunities I've had is like, it's gotten to go to Taipei to do noise with Richard, and going so back, i cool. going back again in June to do it, uh, Taipei and then Shanghai. But I think it's just really about putting yourself in the environment, you know what I mean, and doing whatever you have to do to get yourself there, and opening the door for yourself, and not waiting for somebody to open the door for you, for you, you know. Um, I think that's I think that's huge but what I was gonna say is I think so many people are just so linear in their thought and focus regarding just like uh, in the hair industry and that's all they like pushes hair 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 but I think it's extremely important to um, broaden your horizons and not to be so linear within life and like to have other passions you know what I mean to continually drive you like I know that You love getting out, nature, and hiking, and you know, you're doing the rock climbing gig, right, and bouldering, and so forth.
0: I think it's important, you know, it's so important to have some kind of like, I hate the mysterious work-life balance. Yeah. But, I mean, there really isn't such a thing each person is a little bit different. Right. And, like, I, for me, as long as I go a few times and get out, climb a couple of mountains, which sounds totally bizarre, but, like, I like to, like, throw my backpack on, go camping, go climb a couple of boats, go go for it. And then I just get out there and do stuff, and then, like, go rock climbing and go work out, ride my bicycle, and go skateboard. Yeah. Those are the things that I like to get out and just do, because, that's what I do for myself. Right. What kind of stuff do you do for yourself? Oh, I know. You're a yoga instructor now, aren't you? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know that I think it's pretty awesome. I, I can't do yoga very well.
1: I, I neither could I the first time I showed up on a mat in the first year and maybe the second year or third year. But no oh, I, you I, didn't get it right away? Oh yeah, no. Are you kidding me? Oh. No. How come
0: hairdressers think that as soon as you try to teach them something new that they should know how to do it perfectly right away?
1: I think mean, that's how I fucked up hairdresser mentality. Like, really? Trying um, to so bring
0: it back to hair. Yeah, but no, but like, seriously, my. So, so tell me, what made you go on that journey?
1: Yeah, no, honestly, uh, I showed up to yoga for the first time on a date night with my wife. Like, our typical date night was like going out, having dinner and a drink, and she was wanting to do something different, and new, and she got me to go to a yoga class. And I showed up that first class, and I, I I fell in love. You know, and here's the thing is like. Was not flexible. I couldn't bend. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I didn't know the names of any of the postures or poses, and um, I just kept showing up. You know, it was a new place to challenge myself, and it just opened me up. I think mentally and, and as well as physically, and I saw the change of what it did for myself. As a hairdresser, just standing behind the chair and just like think that's the physical and mental exhaustion of what our everyday job does i was and gonna say
0: did it really help
1: you behind the chair oh immensely but you know what i've noticed is in my teachings of hair i've taken so much of uh my yoga learnings and i began to introduce them into my teachings of um hair
0: okay
1: like a lot of breath work you know what i mean
0: oh you're right seriously yeah no I, okay now i'm really excited for this class okay tomorrow. so
1: i put this out there i i mean you've taught for a very long time and yeah. so have i so you think about this so you have somebody and you're teaching them to cut a line, you're talking about, okay, you're gonna take your section angle, you're gonna go with your comb, you're gonna comb it down, you're gonna come in with your scissor angle, it's gonna mirror your section, or your, your comb angle, and the first thing they do is go Right, they, and they hold their breath, yeah. And they you see, gotta, and I begin to focus on it's like, more about that having rhythm. a fluid breath, you know yeah. what I mean? Remember to breathe through it, and they're gonna have a much more fluid kind of motion and consistency throughout the entire thing, as well as it's just a transfer of energy, um, between yourself and the individual in the chair right yeah. and so there's a lot of energy work going on there but yeah so yoga's changed my life completely <laughs> Ryan you're so lame <laughs> <laughs> Ryan fuck you where are you at man yeah why
0: aren't you here Ryan
1: yeah because I'm in Knoxville
0: I'm in Knoxville
1: Knoxville. Ryan, Ryan, don't make me tell the story about you at um, our friend Mr. Anthony's house in the rose bushes, dude. I'll throw, <laughs> I'll throw you under the bus real quick.
0: Oh, What did he just say? Uh, have
1: you been to Vegas lately? No, well, <laughs> because you haven't been there to walk me home. <laughs> uh.
0: I'm so bummed I was not there for that weekend. Uh I've heard so many good stories
1: about it. He's in Clit. I'm sorry, <laughs> CLT. Tell the story. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell that story, Ryan. That's a horrible story. I don't know that story. Oh, Do really? I? Where is it? I okay. got yeah, it's a good story. It's CLT? Well I think uh, I don't know, Do Ryan know. we were invited out to judge some men's haircutting competition. And was, was that the one in Vegas? Yeah, okay, and yeah, Ryan yeah. was yeah. there. Oh, no, and, actually, I actually, was um, really bummed
0: I was not invited to that. Yeah, and I think Derek was Derek there. Derek was there.
1: But anyway, we went to dinner one night over uh, the gentleman who was, was hosting this whole thing, and... Um, It was like pasta and meatballs, and his wife was lovely, and she made this great thing, and we were drinking a shit ton of red wine, and 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 a little little bit more red wine. And I think at some point I like this kind of like passed out. You know, it's somewhere in this whatever. But I I know that I missed a really, really good scotch. I know they brought out some scotch, and I heard about it the next day, and no matter how hungover I was, I was really bummed that I missed the scotch. But I remember like getting up, waking up, walking out of this house, and there's Ryan and his daughter Tuesday, they're walking yeah. me up and I just lose my shit. Like all in this dude's rose bushes all over this <laughs> drive. <laughs> See I'm fucking I'm fucking human man and that's the best part about it. you gotta admit that you're human and that's it. And um
0: yeah, I think it's yeah. important, you know. No matter what, no matter where you are in life, you got to be able to laugh at your mistakes. Oh, uh, mistake? Oh no, or not a mistake. Your yeah. adventures in life. My, my adventures, yeah, life. Elect- your, your adventures in life. Oh, but- what the hell is Ryan saying? He's just laughing.
1: Yeah, home. and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. You, Ryan. Ryan, 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 and Tuesday took care of me. They got me back to my room and yeah and Josh was there at that shit show absolutely Josh and was Josh team. was there oh. there's quite a few people there but what yeah what about
0: Josh man he is like off to go hike
1: Josh is an p- inspiration
0: he I know he is off to hike the Pacific Trail remember? oh that, jo- that Trail. that's
1: Josh McMission
0: oh Josh McMission yeah, yeah. he was there too Josh not was Josh there Jackson. no
1: no not Josh so. Josh okay. McMission was there but yeah, Josh, Josh here is, is
0: like he, Josh, you've been doing like so many triathlons. Iron Man. Iron Man. man. Yeah. That's killer. Yeah. I so, can't do that. I can run a five k.
1: Jacob Kahn, yes, he was there. Andy Bates was there. Yep.
0: Andy oh, was there. Don't say that word. Uh oh. <laughs> no.
1: And um, yeah, who else? I don't even fucking know. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was not there.
0: I can tell you that
1: much. You should have been there.
0: I should have been there.
1: Yeah. You'd have been the tripod. Yeah. It'd have been Tuesday and Ryan and Steven holding me up. I would have been the head on top of the tripod. He's
0: a tri-iron man. No,
1: I'm a tri-iron. Triathlete. Triathlete. Triathlete.
0: That's so awesome. You know, this is the cool thing. Like we got, we're talk, chatting with people here online with all these people. They're really great hairdressers, really great educators. Yeah. Every single person that's on here is a really great person. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think that's like the cool thing. It's like the better the, the, their ego doesn't get in the way.
1: Right. They're yeah. like,
0: and they have, they set they up. Some of them have businesses, some of them are great employees, yeah. some of them are great independents. It doesn't really even matter. Yeah. And that's the thing, independents, employee, owner, it doesn't really matter, uh, it depends on how good that person is and yeah. I think that's important.
1: I think it's what it is, is I think they all have their own passion and they're all bringing something completely different to the table and they're bringing something positive to the industry and trying to make a, a positive change You know, within it. And I think it's exactly what the industry needs right now. Because I don't want to go down that road, but I think the industry is in a really um, uh, it's a, any road you, want. you know, it's in a really rough state of mind right now yes. with an education. We spoke about that one yeah. uh, I think the education is broken in the industry today. I mean Beauty schools, yeah, beauty, are both, beauty, beauty, well, well sorry, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you
0: probably run a really great beauty. We do run, we do run a very. very I think beauty you do. We are the exception. No, we all are, have
1: our challenges, though.
0: I mean, every school does. Every yeah. business has challenges, but I mean, it seems to me as if like there's like there's a weird breakdown. It's like the schools aren't working with the salons. The salons yeah. aren't working with the stylists. Stylists, like, you know, people decide that they have to become independent. Yeah. And they start to, like, it. it become, it's become so separate. Everything's become so separated and broken into different yeah. categories. Yeah. And nobody's actually really working together for the overall picture, which right. is, I think they've forgotten what the picture is. They think it's the industry and it's not the industry. Really, ultimately, what it comes down to is how we make customers feel and look. Yeah that's ultimately like the foundation of it all and school it's not about it's about it's about learning how to do good educational you know do everything well and but at the same time move it to a whole different level and just like we can all work together let's all be friends
1: yeah but I think you know there's a lot of schools out there we spoke to this one a bit earlier this evening that are pretty much uh the best word is lying really um lying to their students about what it's going to be like as soon as they exit out of school, that they're going to be making this gross sum of money, like $100,000 in the first year, or, you know, that they're going to be super successful, you know. Um, I mean, as we all know that, you know, in order to become successful in this industry, and success is different for everybody, you know, like me, like success is not... um, it's not a number of my bank account it's about like kind of like living my day happily you know what I mean and trying just to do things that make me happy really um, some people it is money whatever it might be but it's, um, it's it takes a lot of work to get there I mean it's as really you know hard. 24 years and I've been working hard for the last 24 you've been working hard longer 30, than I yeah.
0: we'll say 30 years
1: and there's a lot of people that are coming out of school and that see what maybe where I'm at or what I'm doing or what you're doing, and they think that they should have like those same opportunities or they should be on that same level. And, and sometimes they should. You think so? I think well, they need to like work and. Well, no. Sometimes yes. they
0: should mean like they have like they have what it takes.
1: Sure. It's a really
0: rare thing.
1: Raw talent. Raw talent. Yeah. Okay.
0: Sometimes it really. And I've seen it. Yeah. There are a few people out there that are like less than ten years, and they probably should be.
1: Well, less than ten years—that's a good. That's a good amount of time. But I'm speaking of the first like year or two in. Oh
0: yeah, year or two in. You're like a baby. You're still yeah. wearing. You're still wearing your training wheels. Right.
1: Well, I think that's what's probably that's what's happening with education in salons. Though there's so many that we've uh, talked about this one that there's very few salons out there offering like strong educational programs anymore. Yeah. Because it's really hard. I mean, you, you have the problem. I have the problem about people coming into salons and <coughs> um, saying that they want to be part of this educational kind of program and they want to continually advance their career or their their educational kind of journey, and they bail out. They don't yeah. finish it.
0: The biggest one, the challenge I have is, like, it's even, like, on day one, we start with sectioning. Yeah. Just, like, working on the clean sections. So we work with, like what we call our square sectioning, which is a standard, you know, horseshoe section and then square on the sides. Yeah. And I'm just like, section, have them section. Demonstrate it, show them, have them do it. And as soon as they get it right, once, yeah. they're like, I got it, I got You're it. I'm it. like, great, do it again. Take it down, do it again. And they're like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, right. no, do it again. You gotta like master you it. You want to do another round here? Yeah, that yes. would be Do Magic, take six? Sure,
1: why not? Yeah, sorry. And it's, oh, no, that's yeah. right.
0: you got to get another beer.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and so it's like, do it again, do it again. And I keep doing it have them do it over and over and over. And they're just like, what's interesting is they start off, like, really wanting to do it. But the farther as I push them, they would want to do it less and less and less and less. And it's like, because they, they're like, well, I already did it really well. And I don't what know, was the name again. on the tab? Federico. 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 Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm supposed to be buying you beers, and you're like, it's...
1: That's the way it goes.
0: I know. Why? You're such a good
1: guy. That's the way it goes. It's
0: it's just interesting. To learn something, you have to repeat it so many times so you can't get it wrong. Yeah. And I think so many people come out of school thinking they can do it once, and they've got it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. So well, I think do
0: it's change,
1: how do you change that? I think Josh mentioned something. You can train grit. Who wants it? It's sad. I don't know. You got to drink them frustrations. Haha. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, that's absolutely right. I'm drinking the frustrations away. <laughs> that's uh you know, I'm just kind of the I'm kind of at the mindset. If you show up, you know, I'll teach you. If you don't want it. Man, I'm just gonna move on to the next person that wants it. What did you say? Drinks, dude. dude Steven, why, why aren't are you buying, buying drinks? drinks? Yeah. I tried
0: to buy. Get, I tried to buy him drinks, but he refused.
1: See, Italiano, and I me, mean, I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's all good. Thank you. Yeah, I of, course. Okay, of course. It's okay, Ryan. I'll it's buy right, you drinks next time I see yeah. you. Yeah. Old Crow. Only old pro one. Yeah, <laughs> like a professional athlete's practice fundamentals daily. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to practice. Okay. I mean, it's like any musician. You've got to continually practice, you know, your finger work, whatever it might be that you're doing. You know, vocalist, vocal warm-ups. You always have to practice anything. 10,000-hour yeah. rule, right? But at least. Least. at least and you'll never master it mastery no. is I think um, it's a myth it is a myth
0: I think mastery is a myth just like I think the life work balance is a myth yeah <laughs> you know it's you like, can chase it you but you'll never get kid, it you can never get it it's right like, and it's okay but you don't want to get lost in the chase right you know because I feel like people get lost in the chase and they right. it's just like trying to be that perfect hairdresser
1: no, I mean, perfect hairdresser. There's
0: only a few really amazing perfect hairdressers.
1: Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. Who's an amazing perfect hairdresser to you?
0: That's a really good question. No. Really, there's. I think there's. I think there's a few of them out there. Yeah. Um,
1: Anybody want to chime in, watching? Yeah. Who, who?
0: yeah. Who, who's Who's important? Yeah. Let's ask these yeah, guys. Yeah. Who
1: who you guys think is a phenomenal hairdresser? Who are you watching? Who do you want to learn from? That's my question always for Federico Advance. Who do you want to learn from? Well, I,
0: want to learn, I want to know the same, so I'll bring the same people in.
1: I definitely have mine that I mean that I am inspired by and that I think are just like geniuses in their own way, you know? But, um, I mean, you
0: know. I will say...
1: Ryan Teal, me. <laughs> Laurent. Yeah? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, Ryan Teal's definitely one of my inspirations.
1: Ryan Teal, this isn't no fucking self-promotional hour, dude. <laughs> 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 what do you think, this is your show or something, Ryan? <laughs> he might be. Gee, you were supposed to be on here. I'm the new co-host of this show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've been replaced, Ryan. You've been replaced.
1: <laughs> oh... Uh who is Sam? Hey Sam, how are you? It's my buddy Sam Han. Sam oh, yeah. is Sam is actually let's talk about this gentleman, okay. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Sam is a phenomenal haircutter and educator based out of Hong Kong. And I've got him coming out to teach a course in the beginning of August. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he He's a really intelligent businessman as well. He's got a really good mix of um, educator and artist as well as business so he's he's a solid dude That's yeah awesome. so if anybody's interested in coming out the fed advanced in uh california that is in um early august sam will be out and sharing some international flavor with us so hong kong and you know the focus is he's a very disciplined, like geometric type of haircutter. Okay, yeah. But obviously coming from Hong Kong he works on um, primarily like strong Asian hair. Right. So um, he's teaching those techniques to work on those types of geometric shapes where a lot of people struggle with because of the hair because, because of the, the texture. because and of the strength and of the texture and, and the, the calic. Learning you know? how to break it down. Right. And, like soften
0: it up with like exactly. the, right of texture yeah. the texture. Yeah. Got it.
1: So, you know, that that's gonna be an interesting one. Um, I'm waiting. I can't wait for Sam to come out. That'll be. I go back and forth with Sam quite a bit uh, lately.
0: You know, I mean, some of the best classes that I've ever. Well, I'm super excited to go to ZGAT because I think those guys like have their way of doing something that's really super amazing. So ZGAT, Croatia is going to be freaking cool. Yeah. I wanted to go the first year you did it. I wanted to go the second year you did it, and I haven't been able to go, so I'm like really glad that I'm jumping on it. I yeah. that last spot. And you, you got you reserve spot. You didn't give it away already.
1: I, I sent the text out. Know. Okay. You're, good. you're solid. No, the study abroad trips are really great because it's about really great education and it's about people coming together that really um, you know, don't know one another and it's about yeah. building the community. again, You know what I mean? So it's and, cool.
0: Uh, I have to say. When I went to beat all Sassoon in, in London, I think Doug Palmer was one of my like instructors and that was like absolutely amazing. And I think both him and JB Mozilla are like two of the best haircutters, technically. Yeah. Which is like absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and those are like some of the people that I like to learn from. Sure. My thing is I'm not as disciplined as they are.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: So I like to force myself, like last time I took a class out at uh, your salon yeah. or at your academy two years ago, my I made sure that I was right in front.
1: Yep. Yeah. Remember that?
0: And I sat there and I did exactly what they did and forced myself to work on the discipline. Right. And that, because I knew that was what I needed. Yeah. And my goal was to make sure that my haircut looked almost as good as theirs. Yeah, absolutely. Or, it Chasing was, it. I chased it. Yeah. But I think he lost it because I know that, you know, that took me two, three hours to do one haircut. Yeah. But in the salon, I'm cutting up 45. Right. Half hour, 45, and i got to be able to bust that shit out.
1: Right. No, I understand. Absolutely. Because
0: that's how I make money.
1: Right. Well, we talk about this quite a bit in teaching. Like, I think there's definitely cutting, call this excuse a bob, is it cutting a bob for a, a photograph. Right? Yeah. Just cutting a bob for like a show and then there's a salon bob. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I could spend three to four hours on a photograph bob or a hair show bob, it's going to look a hell of a lot different than a salon bob, which I'm cutting in 45 minutes, right? And that's your, you know, your shampoo, your cut, your finish, refine time. Yes. It's going to be different. So all you got to do is the best you can do in that 45 minutes. Exactly. And accept it.
0: I was just having this conversation with one of our newer stylists always running about a half hour, 45, half hour, sometimes pushing 45 minutes late. Okay. To their clients, and I'm like, okay, you're chasing trying to become, you're trying to do photograph work. Right. In the salon. Right. That was my exact words. It's like, oh, there's like, there's, you, you, the person who's working on fades, I'm like, your fade, it's looking great, but you're spending an hour and a half on it, but you only have 45 minutes booked for it. Yeah, you gotta like really think about that next client isn't ever gonna come back because you are now half hour 45 minutes late you lost that client right you
1: push them late for something else in their life right and they don't get it No, they don't get it if your fade's off or the graduation's off lightly or you got something going on they're never gonna know no but you'll
0: know and that's okay because what you wanna do is next time they come in you wanna see how it's like changed and if from you know, once you see how it's like grown out, then you can go through and like, okay, let's fine tune it from here.
1: You know, I've got a story from one of my uh, mentors. His name's Gerd Hoer, and Gerd, oh, yeah. I love Gerd. You know Gerd. Yeah. Okay, Gerd. Uh, a little bit about Gerd. Gerd was one of the um, co-founders of the Carlton Hair Group, which was a was a huge, phenomenal hairdressing salon. Uh, Michael O'Rourke Michael O'Rourke yeah. was out of it but it was you know uh, a group of uh, Austrians and South Africans that came together and opened this group of salons in Los Angeles you know they sold them off and uh, Gerd now owns Artiste colors and so forth but Gerd told me this story about this um I don't remember the gentleman's name or a salon but I believe it was in Philadelphia it was a friend of his and he goes you go into this salon and they were just so fucking busy like they were just busy 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 and it just blew him away. Like, God, how is a salon it's so busy? And he goes, and the thing is, you would watch the work, and the work was like good, but it wasn't great. Yeah. And he goes to the salon owner, who is a friend of his, and then the salon owner was a phenomenal, he said it was a phenomenal hairdresser, hair cutter. And he goes, what's the secret? He goes, just don't let them be too good. Because what happens is, he goes, when the stylist puts too strong of a haircut or too good of a haircut on a client, it scares the client you know what i mean
0: no I, I totally agree
1: so he goes he just doesn't allow them to be like too good because even though the hairdressers might be like really solid he goes you know just strive, th- strive to do your best but don't like don't kill it you know what i mean i don't know yeah, right, it's no hard i totally one. get
0: it it's like it's, it's like what we're saying don't get lost trying to chase yeah you don't want to get lost trying to chase perfection No right, because you'll get lost doing it, and it slows you down. And it not only that, you lose you. You're going to lose clients.
1: That's exactly right.
0: You, I mean, you need to be able to like have. I mean, you have to have that balance. That's it. And it's like we said before, it's like it doesn't, you don't have to be the best hairdresser to be the business. No,
1: and don't think you have to be the best hairdresser to be the.
0: Best haircrafts are ultimately the busiest
1: haircrafts. Yeah, but I'm even thinking about like on a outside of a salon level, now you take it and go into like a, a platform level yeah. or like a educator level. You don't have to be the best, you just have to be the mo- you have to be relatable. As yeah. you were saying earlier. You've gotta be relatable. You've gotta be relatable. You gotta have a a personal connection, I think, with people. And I think you need to stay human. Yeah. Hashtag stay human. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's your new hashtag. Yeah, sh- I'll ha- make sure to hashtag this. Yes, stay, stay human. I think. Yeah. I mean, you you have to be relatable. Right. in our whole industry is made, built on relationships. Yeah. Like everything from our relationship with our coworkers, our relationship with um, our distributors, our relationship with our salespeople, our relationship with the manufacturers that we work with. Our relationships with uh, our customers, yeah. our relationship with our customers' friends and family. Yeah. And it's like the only way we actually grow is if our customers feel that connection and refer their friends and family to us. Yeah, I agree. If I they agree. Don't, you're not going to grow. I don't care how good your Instagram is. Yeah,
1: that's ex- that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, it's true. Oh. That's a can of worms right there. Oh,
0: no, we're not going to go down that one unless you want to. No. no, I, can, I think people people killed it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think we're like hitting down a good road here. Yeah. I think we probably should just finish our beer.
1: Yeah, and, perfect. And
0: like call it a night.
1: Okay. So I think this
0: is a, we've been chatting for a while. I have I think no so. idea how long. No,
1: but it's probably in circles at this point. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, All right, Adam.
0: I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I mean, it's so cool to have you here. Yeah. It's So great to have you part of uh, in Minneapolis. Um, definitely, anybody else who's ever interested in coming into uh, Minneapolis to do classes, please let me know. I'm always looking for experts in. If you want a really amazing, amazing opportunity, this guy right here, Adam Federico, runs an incredible advanced academy and I think I highly recommend going to it. It's a beautiful location. It's a beautiful um, opportunity to like really chase the dream of perfection.
1: Yeah, chase the dream. Chase the dream. So here's my last two cents. Okay. It's time for us to take the fucking industry back. I'm going to be straight up and say that online education and YouTube education is not education. It's inspiration. Showing up to a class and taking a hands-on course is the only way to truly learn. Because you need somebody over your shoulder telling you what you may be doing wrong. It doesn't matter what the person on the screen's doing wrong. It's all dependent on what you're doing wrong. And that's the only way you're really gonna learn. So that's my mission. And I mean, no offense to anybody that does it out there, but I just see too many people saying, oh, I watch this, I'm doing this, you know what I mean? But you've gotta show up to a class, whether it's once a year, twice a year, quarterly as much as you can invest in yourself it's going to pay off tenfold and exactly. that's it otherwise projects like i do and projects like what steven's doing they're not going to be around and then where are we going to be this industry is already in a fucking detrimental state and if we don't take it back who the fuck is so it's our time
0: i agree 100 i didn't swear as much as you did sorry but- <laughs> I, think your, I
1: think your mom's watching My
0: mom's watching, oh no, no, that's why No, my brother is, my brother Jeremy is right now I'm but, sorry You know, it is our time to take everything back and I I'm never going like, to be
1: asked back on Am I? Yes Just you are
0: <laughs> You totally are uh, So, hey Ryan have, uh, Ryan, we love you Love you Ryan, you yeah But before we leave, let's, we have one question We have to ask you, alright? Ryan or me? Oh, me. You. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. You're stuck on a deserted island. And you can bring five albums. Five albums? Five albums. Albums? Albums.
1: Like musical albums? Musical albums. Oh. What what
0: five albums do you Um. must
1: take with you? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Metallica, Master of Puppets. I think uh, I think Black Sabbath, uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. I think it's probably one of the most underrated albums out there. For them, at least. Um, I would say maybe uh, Hieroglyphics, a little hip-hop in there for me. Maybe like Third Eye Vision. Um, That would be three, yep. and then I'll go to Led Zeppelin 2, that would be four, yep. and then I've been listening A lot of Jack White. T- oh. <laughs> okay, no. Sorry, I hadn't put that in there. No. Uh, One more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Oh, fucking BC Boy's license get ill. Oh, that's okay, good. there we go. There you go.
0: That's, that's good. There we go. Awesome. How can yeah. people um, get hold of you?
1: Uh, Instagram Federico Advanced. Um, Instagram Seiko USA. That's my big one. Please go right now and follow that. That's the one I'm trying to build. That's, Seiko that's, USA. That's my like passion project, and that's what I'm doing right now. Seiko USA, and then Adam Federico. I've got lots of them. Awesome. I wear lots of hats. Very cool. Well, yeah.
0: I want to thank you so much. Thank you, man. brother. That was awesome. I really appreciate it. And yeah. Thank you guys. Next interview, hopefully, we will once again have Brian with us. But again, thanks for watching. A super important podcast. And yeah, I feel uh, chintz because Ryan wasn't
1: here, but whatever. I know he, he was going to talk so much shit to me. fine. He probably better this uh, way. No. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: it's all good. All right, Ryan. All right, Adam. All right. Take you. care. You guys thank have you. a great night.